I expect fireworks. Um, I've been here before, been on this stage. I've been in there with pound for pound top fighters in Golovkin and Errol Spence. I took the ripped the title away from Sean Poor in America. I know what it, I know what it takes to be champion. Thank you very much, Kel. And we've got a bunch. We've got a bunch of people in the chat. So again, um, raise your hands um, to ask questions and and or uh, privately message me, and I'll get to as many questions as possible. So we are going to start with Jr. Bell. Jr., please unmute and ask question when ready, sir. All right, there, Kel. Uh, given the uh, thing here with the circumstances about travel restrictions. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you don't have your head trainer uh, available. So how is it not having your head trainer uh, coming over to Las Vegas for this particular fight? It's been, listen, the, jo the job is going to get done regardless. And I'm in with a, a super, super top trainer. He's going to be one of the best trainers in the world after I beat Terrence and Carlos Fermento. We... We've been going through the game plan day in, day out. We know what we need to do in this fight. And I'm fit, I'm lean, I'm, I'm a fighting machine ready to go. And uh, I've been working every day on what I need to do against someone like Terrence. So, you know, I've been in this sport for 25 years. I know what I need to do, you know what I mean? I've been world champion. I know what it takes to be the best. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm ready to go. Thank you very much. And now we go to Cameron Wolf from ESPN.com. Cameron, please go ahead when ready, sir. Kel, what's up, man? Um, obviously, you're confident you can win this fight. So what is a, what do you think a fight looks like on Saturday if it's going well for you? It's about just getting into my rhythm, being positive, you know, and, you know, I've, I've got the accuracy. I've got, I've got the, the, the size. I've got everything what it takes to be champion. I've got the desire. Uh, and I've got, I've got the power to you know, to overwhelm Crawford and get into my rhythm. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Cameron. Um, now we go ahead to, uh, to the UK with Pep Talk in the UK. I'm asking to unmute. Please uh, unmute and then ask your question when you're ready. Yo, how you doing? How are we doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. I've got to ask you, your old nemesis, Amir Khan, is wishing you good luck come the weekend. Would you make of his comments? I don't know what to say. You know, he changes his mind one day to the next. You know, uh, it's a positive message. What you know, I, what, I can't say anything negative. You know, but I'm not focused on what people are saying because you know most of them are negative. As long as what my immediate team around here think and we what what job we need to do, and that's to become victorious Saturday night. So that's the main thing. Thank you very much, Pep Talk. Uh, we are going to go to now Keith Eidick from Boxing Steam. Keith, go ahead when ready, sir. Hey, Kel. Do you think in some ways that Amir was saying what he said because if you win, it's obviously better for you two to fight in a bigger fight in the UK? There's always something up his sleeve. There's always something up his sleeve. He said, I'm not focused on about, I'm not focused on Amir. I can't. I'm, I'm focused on Terence Crawford, you know. So let's talk Terence. ESPN uh, aired something last night that debuted in the United States in which Terrence Crawford was asked to list his, you know, his uh, bucket list, so to speak, of welterweights he would like to fight before he retires. He listed four people and your name was not one of them. How much motivation does that provide to you that he's not even really talking about you, so to speak, when you're fighting him on Saturday? 
he's going to have a rude awakening, I'll tell you that. He's going to have a rude awakening on Saturday night when he gets in there. He's going to know real quick, real fast in the fire that, you know, he should have put me on top of that list. Do you think, and I know Terrence is obviously a smart guy and, and arguably the best fighter in the world, but do you think in some way he's overlooking you in any way? Yeah, I hope he is. I hope he is. Because uh, I wear, I'm coming with force. Trust me. Thank you, Kel. Thank you. Um, and wow, I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize that uh, Kel Brook was fighting Amir Khan this week. Um, and, uh, and Terrence fought him in April 2019. So let's, let's please keep the questions to, to the fight at hand, folks. The fight at hand, not Amir Khan, uh, if possible. So now we go to Ryan Elliott. Uh, Ryan, please unmute and uh, go ahead. Hi, Kel. Thank you for your time. Just a quick one from me. How significant is it for you going into this fight, not having that rehydration clause for a big welterweight such as yourself? You know, to be honest, we are on our out mid weight this this time. It won't. It's not that much of a big deal, but I suppose it is a big deal to be honest with you because I don't want to be thinking about watching the water and watching me food intake. You know, I just want to. I just want to weigh in and relax and then concentrate on the fight instead of concentrate on making the weight again. So. It's going to be something different to making welterweight and then just focusing on Terence Crawford instead of the weight check. Thank you very much. And now we go ahead to Jake Donovan from Boxing Scene. Jake, please go ahead when ready. Great. Thank you very much, Evan. It's actually perfect timing. Kel, I did want to ask, what was the biggest change that you made in training camp to uh, ensure that you're able to make welterweight since this is your first welterweight fight in three years? You know, losing weeks, you know, just being around Sheffield and losing weeks, just uh, not really full, you know, being around my surroundings, what I'm normally used to and just, you know, not being as strict as I could be on the diet. What I did when I knew, I knew that I needed to get away as soon as possible to form insurer where when I'm waking up and I know that my girls aren't around me and I'm waking up in a different country knowing that I'm going to the gym and I'm, I'm, I'm doing it for a reason, you know, I made, made sure that the training were hard and the, the dieting were hard from, from the from the first week I knew this fight were on. Okay, great. Thanks. Good to have you back, Cal. Best of luck this weekend. Thank, thank you, Jake. Thank you. And, now, and now we go ahead, Carlos Toro. Please unmute and ask your question when ready, sir. Hey, Cal. Thanks so much for taking time to talk to us. You know, obviously kind of going off a little bit of a, a Jake's question. The... Going back to just making the adjustments and heading down to, to welterweight, when it comes down to now having to deal with the bubble and everything that comes with the current pandemic situation that we got going on, how much different and how difficult has it been to kind of get everything just situated, done, and also having to go down to welterweight with it being your first fight in, in that weight? You know... I I, like I said, I started early, so I've got. I I I had in the planet getting ill. These kind of these kind of situations, I made I made uh, time early doors, just for in case I got ill or in case these kind of things happen. So we're well ahead, you know. And everybody's making way. Everyone's everyone's in the same, you know, doing the same thing. You know, everyone everyone's finding it tough with his COVID, but. I'm in a great, great place in my mind and the weight is fantastic for, for this fight. So forget the weight. The weight's made. <laughs> Thanks, Cal. Best of luck on Saturday. 
Thank, Thank you. you, Carlos. And uh, we go ahead to, uh, back to the UK, Jonathan Nagoff. Jonathan, please unmute when ready, sir. Hey, Carl. John here from Pro Boxing Fans. Hope you're well. Um, where would a win over Terence Crawford firstly rank compared to your victory over Sean Porter? And uh, secondly, just a message to the UK fans tuning in, tuning in on Premier Sports on Saturday night. Yeah, um, I think it's got to be above the Sean Porter just for just for everything I've been through, everyone writing me off. Uh, just I think you've got to put it up there because this is the pound for pound best fighter in the world, you know, and um, you've got to put it as number one. You know, nobody's done that in history from Britain. And I'm glad that all the fans are able to see it on Premier Sport, like you said. You know, they're going to stay up and uh, enjoy me becoming two-time world champion. And thank you very much, Jonathan. And uh, we, go, we next go ahead to Ernesto Amador. Ernesto, please unmute and answer your question when ready, sir. Oh, one more. I actually got to unmute one more time, Ernesto. I actually muted you. Ernesto? Oh, th there you go. Okay. Thank you, Ernesto. It Kelly, it's always a pleasure to have a conversation with you. Let me ask you one question. For most of the fighters, it looks impossible against Crawford, but not for you. Could you explain this? Because I truly believe that you can be a nightmare. Yeah, listen, my style, I can box orthodox, southpaw, you know, you know, I've got great balance, great timing. I'm a big welterweight. The power's there, the mindset's there, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely... You know, a fighter, what is a very scary fighter, you know, when I'm on point and I'm feeling the way I am, I'm dangerous for any fighter in any way division in the world. So, you know, I'm, I'm very focused and this is my moment now. And, you know, I've, I'll be able to compete with the best and you'll see me from round one, you know, take control of this fight. Thank you very much. And uh, now we go back to Gaz from behind the gloves. Gaz, please unmute and ask your question when ready, sir. Hey, Kel, it's Gaz uh, from behind the gloves. A few people have touched on it already, but you're a big welterweight. You're bigger than Crawford. You're broader than Crawford. Do you think that your, your size is going to play a factor in this fight? And were you actively looking to put those shots around his own? Yeah, them chocolate brownies are definitely brewing up. They're cooking up nicely now, and I'm the I am a, I'm the bigger guy, you know. And it's everything. It's all about preparation, and you know the hard work's done before the bright lights. So I've been grueling it out for months, dieting hard for months, and and then, and you'll see the hard work what I've put in come Saturday night. You'll see the shape of me on the scale. You'll see me refueled, relaxed, and uh, ready to let them brownies go. Thank you very much. I can't believe it took us 15 minutes for chocolate brownie reference. So, Gaz, you are the MVP of this call so far. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, next, we go to Cynthia Conte from Ring TV. Cynthia, you should be unmuted, so please go ahead when ready. Cynthia, you're, uh, un uh, you're unmuted, Cynthia. Please go ahead. Uh, Kel, I know that you've had some incredible wars against Errol Spence and Gennady Golovkin. And unfortunately, you suffered two orbital broken bones. Many people thought you would retire after those fights, after those wars. What was that conversation you had to have with yourself, with your trainer, and with your family to come back and step into the ring because your health was at, at hand? Hey, I, th I think, I don't, Kel, I don't know if you heard that, but I think she, she mentioned 
after those two losses, the conversations you had with your team and your family about continuing your career? You know, I did have them conversations, but, you know, this is this is the game I love and hate. It's all I know. It's, it, you know, it, it cleans my mind when I go into the gym and train and let them endorphins off and, you know, it's me living and I, I, I love, I love competing with the best. So once we, once we healed, you know, and my mindset were right, you know, you know, I, I felt strong, you know, like I do, I feel strong now. I don't, I don't really think about the, the breaks and I feel that I know that my, you know, I'm, I'm stronger than ever. So it's right, right over my head now. You know, I, I know that it's, that my surgeon, Dr. Muhammad Ali, uh, looked after me very well. And they call me the Terminator now, so I'm ready to uh, walk through walls now. Thank you very much, Cynthia. Next, we go to Jay Lee from Sexhub.com. <laughs> you are unmuted, so please ask your question when ready. Hi, Carl. You're all right, mate. Um, Jelly from Seconds Out here. Just as you're aware, I'm sure this is one of the biggest fights, if not the biggest fight of your career. Being as that you're going to leave everything on the line on Saturday night, of course, is there a chance that metaphorically you're going to leave your career on the line and in the ring on Saturday night? I don't know what you mean by that. Metaphorically, you're going to leave everything in the ring on Saturday night and also your boxing career. No, I'm not going to leave my boxing career because I'm going to become victorious and I'm going to be fighting Terence Crawford be coming to England for rematch. So <laughs> it looks like I'll be fighting again, Warner, for, for you to see, actually. You won't have to travel. Yes. Look forward. Oh, sorry. I, I apologize. My apologies. Uh, my apologies for the uh, premature mute there. Um, Mr. Lee, I ap apologize for that. Um, again, everybody, uh, to ask a question, please uh, go to the raise hand function or send me a direct message, uh, direct message on the queue down below. Or if you can't figure those out, um, just shoot me a text message and I will get to as, I'll get to as many of you um, as, as possible. It looks like Jonathan Nagoff from Pro Boxing Fans has a question, another question. So, Jonathan, please go ahead when ready, sir. Yeah, Kel, um, I spoke to Johnny Nelson, and he said that Kel Brook doesn't take himself away to future Ventura for nothing. And that going out there, you're going to be concentrated and fully focused on this fight. But he said that you have to be at your best for 12 rounds to win this. What what have you made? What have you ensured? To, what have you done to ensure that you're going to be at your best on Saturday night to beat Terence Crawford? You know, I've got to do absolutely everything right. I'm fighting the best pound for pound fighter, so you'd have to be an absolute idiot to not prepare fuller. So I've been meticulous for my training, and I've been making sure I will. You know, I'm the first one in the gym and the last one out, and putting the hard work in. You know, the, you know, the, where, where fighters, you know, want to stop, you know, I keep going forward. So, you know, I've got in reserves for this fight and, and I've been watching my weight, you know, and uh, just being focused, being away from my girls and knowing what I'm doing it for. And, you know, I'm fully focused on this fight. I've never been ready for a fight like this before. So I'm, uh, I'm happy and I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to whatever Terence brings because, you know, I can match him. I'm ready for a war. Do you, be, do, you, do you believe you stop Terence Crawford on Saturday night? I believe I stop him or he quits on the stool. Cheers, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, thank you very much, Jonathan. Uh, I'm looking to get a couple more questions, uh, a couple more questions in the queue. So just hold on one second while I get to the next question. Uh, 
looks like JR uh, looks like JR Bell has one more question. So JR, please go ahead and now, given this fight against Terrence Crawford, and a lot of people are talking about him being the top pound-for-pound guy, but you have faced a couple of guys that have been either listed into the pound-for-pound list or are in the list in Errol Spence and Gennady Golovkin. So in this particular fight, what are you going to do in there to show that you are among one of the skilled fighters in the welterweight division? I'm going to have to show something I've never shown, and the preparation – you know, like Muhammad Ali says, before the bright lights, so I'd work with him before the, you know, before the bright lights. So I'm fully prepared. Terence Crawford has never been in with a welterweight, the size and the confidence and, and everything that I, I own. You know, he's, he's, he's not been in with Golovkin and Errol Spence, these pound-for-pound champions. He's never been in with anybody. And and I'm prepared better than I, I did against these guys. And I'm fully healthy and ready, so... You know, he knows he's got, he knows he's in a massive fight. He knows he's going to have his hands full. He knows this is self. And, and Kel, uh, before we get to the next question, I mean, how, tell everybody, I mean, a lot of times when people travel for, from long distances for, for training camp, there's concern, oh, I, they, they did not come, you know, uh, far, enough time to acclimate. How many weeks have you spent in Las Vegas? How long, when did you arrive and how long did it take you to fully acclimate? Uh, to sort of the Western time zone and eight, being eight hours behind from where you came from. You know, it takes me about ten days, and I, I'm about I'm there now. I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm feeling tired at ten o'clock at night, and I'm sleeping all the way through till seven eight morning, like I did back in England. You know, so my body my my body clock's adjusted to the to the to the Vegas time now. So everything's on point. The sleeping, my body clock's there. You know, everything is there, what, what's needed to win this fight. Thank you very much for that. Kel, uh, we have a couple more questions, and I know you got to get to training, so we will let you get to that, which is uh, most important at this late juncture of training camp. Uh, Gail, please go. You're uh, up, so please go ahead when ready. Thank you very much, Kel. A lot of this discussion has brought up questions that indicate the doubters that are out there. Do you, do you use that doubt to fuel you much like you had doubters before you shot, shot, fought Sean Porter and you were able to take the win there? Does do you turn that into a positive for yourself? Big dog. That's that, you've got a big dog there like me. Big dog, ain't you? <laughs> Listen, them doubters, they're they're the ones they're the ones what um you know what, you know, I can I can see certain people doubting me and calling me calling me out who I know as well. And they're the ones what, you know, make me want to do that extra round and push on harder because I can't wait to see them after the fight. I can't wait to see them when I'm crowned the champion, you know, of the world. And again, and I'm not just a normal champion. I want that ring magazine belt. I'm only, I want to be the best fighter pound for pound in the world. I want to take his uh, title there. There's a long stake for me, and I've got the pressure is on myself to go out there and be great. Thank you very much, Gail. And now the dog has stolen the show. Um, that was that, that was impressive. Uh, next week, a couple more questions. Uh, we're going to go back to the UK. Our friends at Boxing UK, uh, you should unmute. So please go ahead when ready. Hi, Kel. It's Steve from Boxing UK. How are you doing, Steve? Hello, mate. Um, Kel, 
if you pull this off at the weekend, it's going to go down as one of the greatest performances abroad by a Brit. Um, are you disappointed that the TV coverage over here isn't what it should be for such a big fight? I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I've been with, I've been with the uh, with Sky Sports for years. They've seen me fight, become world champion. They've seen me being in some thrillers. Um, you know, and it's a shame that they're not picking this fight up. But spin it, spin you better spin it into a positive. Uh, it's going to be on Premier Sports. All the fans are going to be able to see it still. But the platform would have been the best on on Sky, wouldn't it? It would have, mate. And you've already touched on the answer to the next one. If you do the job, is there a rematch clause? And would you bring them back over to the UK? The rematch clause. And uh, you, mate, you'll be able to see it, won't you? Good man. Do you still love the Geordies? <laughs> still love the Geordies. Good lad. Kel, best of luck on Saturday, mate. Top man. <laughs>